0: Welcome to the State of the Lakers post game show presented by Dash Radio. Jason is uh, out tonight, uh, but I'll be here after the Lakers played uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Wow, what a game. Still trying to come down from that emotional roller coaster. This team hates us, right? Like, that, what, a, what an up and down, back and forth game. But the story tonight, I had a bunch of things I wanted to get to. Uh, I'm not going to go too long uh, tonight. I was going to keep it kind of short. But this is the Austin Reeves game. I I think I have to start there. And I'm going to try some new things with this face. Uh, it might look a little weird. I'm going to try to share some tweets in here and try to go over some plays I saw. So if it looks kind of weird, I'm sorry, but I'm going to kind of experiment a little bit. But Austin Reeves, man, what a game from the kid. It's been building this way, right? And uh, Mirren Fader, who uh, for The Ringer, just wrote an amazing piece. And I I recommend everyone to go read that. Kind of shows where Austin comes from and everything. But, man, to step up like this, uh, to defend the way he did. Avery Bradley got bent for Austin Reeves. Avery Bradley was getting cooked by Jalen Brunson tonight. He went to Austin Reeves, and Reeves stepped up. Brunson still was able to get to the basket a little bit, was still able to score, was still able to create but his defense being at this level and that's kind of where I want to start with this in my notes, because it's just not normal. It's just not usual. And, you know, he went undrafted and I know the Pistons could have selected him, uh, but he chose, but he still went undrafted, right? If the Pistons liked him so much, Austin Reeves would be a Detroit Piston. They they still let him get past, get, let let him get past them and come to us. And his defense is just absolutely incredible to watch. he, Has verticality on drives. His physicality still isn't there. That's his one weakness, right? But he's just ahead. Super high basketball IQ on both ends. And you really saw it tonight. I thought the Mavericks tried to go at him a little bit. Uh, Again, his body isn't there. But he's just in the right spots every single time. And it just looks like he connects with our big three, right? It just looks like it's a smooth transition. And his threes were going tonight, they said on the broadcast, shooting like 31 percent from three or something like that and it doesn't feel that way uh just because of the type of shots he takes we had like four threes i think in that first half really picked them up when they needed it he fits along rust right he runs to the corner he sets little pin screens he just does all this stuff that you want uh from a guy that's playing next to three superstars and you saw it tonight and, and they missed tail definitely def- defensively but you just see kind of where he fits around, and I don't want to make this an Austin uh, versus the Taylor thing, but he just did an awesome job. He was great as a screener, as right uh, as well tonight. He continued the. Let me see if I can kind of post this in here. Uh, but he continued his short roll passing uh, with with LeBron, and let's see if I can get this uh, video onto there. All right, we're gonna experiment this. Uh, if you guys can see the tweet in the in the space, it's basically Austin working uh, with LeBron uh, in the short role as a screener, and he does a great job rolling to the open space. And tonight he did a nice job in the first half. Bazemore missed a layup off of it. Uh, Ad missed a layup off of it. But there's just stuff that Austin does that's super basketball IQ stuff that you just you just can't teach. Um, and I'm not sure people in there uh put a fire emoji if you can see the posts that I've posted in the okay. All right, I think I see it up there now. But uh if you see the play up there and people listening on Dash Radio tomorrow or on the podcast, um the video up on the space is basically just Austin coming and setting screens for LeBron and uh Austin rolling to the short roll, which is where you don't roll all the way to the you roll to the open you roll it to the open spot. And uh, it just works really great with LeBron. LeBron, obviously, the passer, uh, LeBron being a great passer, it just works uh, with. Okay, and then I'm gonna try to share uh, one more uh, thing in here. One second. All right, uh, okay, maybe that's not working. <laughs> but yeah, Austin's chemistry with, with those three is absolutely undeniable. And I think his minutes are gonna continue to go up. Let me see how many minutes he played tonight. Yeah, it uh, doesn't show here. But I think he played around 30 minutes. He played both overtime. He played the full overtime, right? And it's just awesome to see a guy this young, undrafted, uh, play the role he did, man. He's he's He beat out Avery Bradley tonight to close. And it was just cool to see. Um, and I'll talk more about Austin in a little bit. And uh, I want to move to Wayne Ellington. Man, I've been... Hoping that he starts, I've been uh, parading for him to start, and this is not the way that I wanted Wayne to start, right? Like this is not uh, this is not how I wanted <laughs> how I wanted to be through a uh, COVID situation, right? Where he had to uh, fill in because of uh, guys out for for COVID, uh, but he was again. I thought he didn't make a shot, I believe, until the fourth quarter. He was 0 for 4, but there was just a bunch of good process stuff, right? This. Russ got off to a good start tonight. I thought some, I thought a lot of it was because we had the spacing. We had Avery Bradley, who's still a guy they don't guard, but we had Wayne Ellington running to corners, and Russ was able to, you know, attack one-on-one, the in-and-out dribble, get to the rim, and he had a good start. He was getting to the basket, and Wayne just allows us to run some actions that I think we just aren't able to do uh, with anyone else, and I'm gonna try to share it in the, in the space here really quickly, uh, one of the plays that I'm talking about, but just using a guy that has a type of gravity. And it's why I've paid so much for him to start because I think, and tonight I thought our, the reason we lost tonight was honestly offensively to me. And I'll get more into that a little bit later, but uh, let me see if I can share this into the, okay. So if you see this, uh, this post that I shared in the space, and again, for people listening on uh dash radio or on Spotify or Apple music uh, tonight or tomorrow, it's basically Ellington and AD in the corner Right. And so it's an empty side corner, which means there's no one there except the two players who are running the action. And it's why it's a wide pin down for Wayne Wayne Ellington. And they run this a lot for THT. Um, They run a lot for THT. They ran it uh, and they ran it tonight for Wayne. And the difference with Wayne is he's such a shooter that the big has to kind of step up on it. Right. And uh, when the big steps up, he hits it with a little pocket pass to AD. And that's just the kind of actions i like to see them run more. And as Wayne gets more comfortable with the team. And I hope you guys can see the tweet. Uh, in the space but it's just a little wide pin down it's not something too complicated it's just actions I would like them to to run because in that second quarter we scored 10 points and that's we scored 10 points with Bron AD and Russ healthy and that's just stuff that can't happen I think the reason we get on these offensive lulls is we go into isolation basketball we go to non-screen basketball we try to post up AD post like we have offensive weapons that we can use you can even throw Malik Monk into those kind of actions but it's why I've been pleading for Wayne to start for so long because I just think good shooters uh, will eventually, uh, well, good shooters will eventually get going. We saw that tonight, right? Wayne was over four to start. Uh, he hit a, he hit his first three in the fourth. I believe he airballed one late, but then he hit the, he hit the one to tie it late. Like good shooters are eventually going to hit. Yeah. Uh, and it's why I've kind of been uh, begging for that. And his defense is never going to be great. They try to pick on him again tonight, but he fights. Right. And that's the, that's the missing thing I think a lot a lot of times that we see is that guys like that are never going to be great because if Wayne Allington was a good defender he's not on the minimum and he's not on the Lakers right and we look a lot at what a guy can't do but this guy can legit shoot the ball and I've always said this go look around the league what shooters cost right and we joke Luke Kennard is a, a really good player he's come into his own he's at 64 million for four years like that's what shooters with a little bit of handle cost? Wayne Ellington doesn't have the handle of Luke Kennard, but I believe you give Wayne Ellington enough movement shots. Like, he can produce that. He can put up those kind of numbers. Four shots to me in, in three quarters of play wasn't enough, and you saw him when he started to get uh, jumpers up, uh, when he started to get shots up. You saw him getting a rhythm, again, hitting pocket passes and stuff like that. He's never going to be great, but I just thought tonight uh, it was something uh, this team desperately needed, and, and he came up big. Uh, he came up big in overtime. And uh, he just fits again that Reeves, uh, the Reeves Ellington kind of combo won us this game in my opinion. And uh, the last thing on Ellington here, sorry if I'm kind of rambling, but uh, we won this game with the Ellington LeBron two man game. Like that's what won this game. And I'm, I'm I would try to get some more plays here, uh, but it's kind of hard during the game to get them, but uh, working this, working the kinks out of trying to share tweets and break it down at the same time. Uh, But we won this game with an Ellington-LeBron two-man game, and that's been a staple of LeBron James basketball for many, many years. We saw it with KCP, right? We saw it with uh, – to a greater version with Kyrie Irving. Like, small, small guards who are defended by smaller players, teams don't want to switch it, right? That's why Dallas kept trapping. So they had Trey Burke trying to hide on Wayne Ellington. He comes and sets a screen – Wayne Ellington rolls out nicely. Wayne Ellington's been setting these screens his whole career, right, because this is kind of what people do with shooters, set them as screeners, and he rolled off. They had to rotate. Ball moves, AD dunk. Ball moves, uh, LeBron comes down and gets, a, gets an and one that he misses. But when you just have shooters that you can put in that situation, it changes it, right? Because if that's Avery Bradley setting the screen, Dallas can trap, and they're not going to rotate out to Avery Bradley, right, because they don't mind him shooting or – Even when it's Russ sometimes, and I would like to see more Russ, uh, LeBron pick and roll, they still don't rotate. um, They don't rotate out to Russ in that same way. And putting Russ, Russ hit a big three tonight as well. I want to give him credit for that. And I'll kind of get into Russ a little more. But that's why I've been so big on Ellington starting. And it's not about Ellington, I guess, because Ellington's not a championship-saving guy, right? And, again, the caveat tonight, obviously, is Luka Doncic didn't play for the Dallas Mavericks. So... I'm not getting too excited about this win, but we're not really in position to be like picky about wins either. And Jalen Brunson, I mean, if I just started watching basketball today, I'm not sure you could have told me there's another guy better than this guy. <laughs> you know, Jalen Brunson absolutely uh, came through and, and delivered uh, for his team. He looked, he looked awesome. I think he was 10 out of, he was 10 for 12 or something like that uh, for until like the late third or something like that. And Jalen Brunson killed us off pick and roll, but that's neither here. Nor- yeah, man, I, I like the uh, Wayne Ellington starting, man. And I don't know if this is what will stay. This is what we were sold at media day though, right? We were sold Wayne Ellington uh, starting with Trevor Reza and Braun and AD at the four or five. And I think that just opened things up for Russ so much. And we saw it late uh, how LeBron was able to play two man game with a shooter and you know, and that just looks so seamless. And then when you have Austin Reeves as well, being such a, being such a great guy who can attack closeout, it just fits so well. Austin makes passes that fit when you have a good offensive system around them. And again, not to go back into Austin, but these are all kind of connected, and it's why I just want a shooter in there. I don't think Malik Monk's going to be that guy, which is why I've never really paid for that six-one uh, guard who's not known for defense. It's just there's no way on a Vogel team he was ever getting the starting nod. Uh, but Wayne Ellington, I thought, could have a chance. And again, tonight, I, I didn't want this to be the situation where he starts, uh, just because of uh, COVID, and hopefully those guys, the uh, three people in in COVID protocols, and all the all the people on the staff as well, um, Phil Handy, I believe, uh, is one of them. I hope they're all okay. I hope they all you know get uh, get treatment or whatever they need to to come back healthy. But uh, but yeah, it was it was great to finally see Ellington with the starters, and it's just a identity shift. Ellington's not this representation of a, a championship. You know changing player he just represents what this team I think needs in that starting lineup okay uh so the next thing I kind of uh, after went after went into the next thing I kind of want to get into is Russ because I wanted to bridge those kind of together. Russ started the game, I thought really well. Um, I thought his athleticism jumped off the page uh, you could just see it, right you could see his burst there and again, with the starters they weren't hitting shots great it was still kind of it was still kind of ugly offense with Avery Bradley in the corners, but getting Russ off to good starts, I think is important. I think him getting to the rim. uh, I think him being able to attack early, right? Not playing a phone booth is so key for him. It gets him engaged as well. And there's questionable shot selection and that's going to stay with Russell Westbrook throughout this whole season. That's not going anywhere, but I think there's, we saw, we saw tonight just, again, it's, it's all about process stuff for me. And, we saw tonight what Russ works well with, right? And I thought putting Russ next to Reeves and Ellington. Russ does a lot of this where he'll just drive into the paint. Like, that's his only goal, really. It's just to get in the paint because he knows two defenders are eventually going to show up, right? And once once he gets in the paint, he's able to kick it out. And he wants to kick it out, right? And you'll see this a lot. And sometimes he'll get stuck. And I hated the Russ-DeAndre Jordan minutes, honestly. It's just... I don't like that fit. I don't like that pairing. Uh, DeAndre Jordan fits an archetype, and I get it. He's a screen roll big. I just don't like where he stands. Like they'll, rest, they'll run a Russ 80 um, pick and roll, and uh, sorry, Russ DeAndre Jordan pick and roll, and DeAndre would just flash, try to get you know, try to get a post touch, or just stand in the way, and it, it just went. It just doesn't do anything. Um, so I just want to show this this next clip here uh, in the in the space. And so this is with Austin Reeves, and this is why I think Reeves and, and Russ as well work so well. So this play start, and uh, if you can't see it, uh, again, people listening uh, at home on, on the podcast, I'll kind of uh, try to explain the play the best I can. So basically this is just Russ. You know, this is off a screen roll. It's with DJ, but he's trying to get in the paint, and Austin Reeves starts this play setting a pin screen, and that's, uh, that's what the Lakers usually do um, on a lot of plays. But Austin Reeves does this instinctually. He does it without it being called. So he's, he's setting a pin screen in the corner there for Baysmore, But he realizes that Russ needs a passing lane, right? And this is stuff that, you know, you need around – you need guys who can kind of notice, notice this stuff. A lot of players, what will happen is Russ will get in the paint, and he'll try to kick it out, and there's two guys there or three guys there like this is. But able is able to rotate, right? Like he rotates to give Russ a passing angle. You could even see his arm kind of pull out there to kind of show Russ, like, hey, I'm going, I'm going out here to get a three. He gets an open three and hits it right, and that's just stuff that is instinctual uh, with Austin Reeves, and it fits around a guy like Russ, whose main objective, again, on offense is just to put uh, two feet in the paint, and that kind of stuff to me is, is so key to uh, open things up for him, uh, to get him going, right, to to play into his style, and I think that's kind of what we have to lean to here, and again, sorry if I'm, I'm rambling, where <laughs> it just feels like I'm talking to myself, but that's just stuff we need to lean into to me this season. And Reeves and Ellington both represent that um, in a way that a lot of players don't. And Reeves, obviously the defense makes it otherworldly. It's like, there's, this is a coming out party, honestly, like this is just tonight. was a coming out party, four threes plus the game winning three. Like there's no hiding it anymore. There's too much tape on it now. Like there's too much film room. You can go back and, and watch and just show all the plays And again, it's hard to get plays while you're watching the game, so I'll try to do this better in in future pods. Uh, But there's just too much film where he helps, recovers, helps, multiple efforts on the same play, and that's what this team desperately needs um, around around its superstars uh, when it doesn't have that. And uh, again, moving this on, because I think the main topic, at least from my mentions, and I think most people's mentions tonight, was Anthony Davis, right? And 80 to me didn't look like himself. Um, it was again some lack of engagement stuff, and I talked about this with Vinay a lot. Where when he's at the center position, it looks like he holds himself back. Um, there's a lot of you know try to save himself, and he picked up two quick fouls, which I think which I think hurted as well. It, it's tough to kind of say because the broadcast also was talking about something that I've, I've kind of discussed, which. You know, the numbers are all great for AD, but there's just too many quarters, I guess, where it goes. And he's just too talented to me to not have an aggression that i would like to see. But there's also stuff we can do better for him. But let me, I guess I'll start with like what I want to see from AD. Because I thought tonight defensively, I thought he was still fine. Plus minus obviously isn't an amazing stat. It's flawed in its ways in which every stat is. Anthony Davis finished plus 21 tonight. Which if you told someone they would not have believed that, right? And the name is plus twenty-one. Like that just doesn't match the film that you're watching. I think he does impact the games in ways there it's not as noticeable. Right? He had twelve rebounds tonight. Um, no offensive rebound, but twelve defensive rebounds tonight. He fought on the board, six turnovers, which is gonna get, you know, plastered on on every on every wall if they lost, especially tonight. I thought a lot of them were just uh out of Rust turnover, like Rust, not Rust, uh, having Rust from not playing the last few games, um, I thought that's what his turnovers are. There's still a lack of aggression that I, that I, that I, I don't like uh, because I think AD is just too talented. I think he has too much talent uh, to go. I think he was like one for five at halftime. And the, and the four misses doesn't bother me, it's the five shots, right? And Dallas trapped him on the catch, as most teams do. And I'm still frustrated with the way we give AD post-touches. Like, tonight it was, you know, LeBron giving AD a post-touch and then Russell Westbrook and LeBron kind of standing on the same area. So it's basically they trap one pass away. Reggie Bullock or whoever's the next guy can defend two. And I'll try to get film of that uh, next time we do spaces and stuff like that. But there's still stuff we can do do a little better for him. But, yeah, there's just a – I don't know. There's a lack of – like, watch Westbrook come off a pick and roll, Right. Watch when he's running, a screen, when Westbrook's right, right? Not every game Russ has been right, but when Westbrook comes out, to the goal, it's high velocity. It's with juice. It's, even if the, even if the result isn't great, there's a, there's an aggressiveness, uh, there's aggressiveness to it. Um, and It's what I'd like to see from AD as well. And he thinks he's getting fouled at the rim and he is, he's not getting calls. Um, That's stuff that he kind of has to, has to play through. And I think he will. AD is too good. You know, his career been, he has, he has too long of a, a career history to show that he's eventually going to right. And again, he can sleepwalk into 20 and 12. The numbers are what they are. The pain points are what they are. But there's just stuff I'd like to see. And I think putting him in space is part of this and him learning how to, you know, manage his body, manage the fouls, because you could tell he's frustrated, right? And it makes sense. He's the main defensive cog, uh, especially when LeBron, you know, there were a lot of plays tonight. I thought, you know, in that sec- when that second quarter started, Uh, that was my next kind of thing to move to after ad well well, closing on ad because my mentions every time i tweeted tonight was what's wrong with ad you know a lot of other um things that i won't say on the podcast that that people said like ad is gonna find his rhythm eventually but you know blaming everything on him is is not fair i I think there's okay to have a reasonable expectation of your superstar i think that's fair i think there's stuff that he should obviously do better um i I don't think everything has to be acquies to where it needs to be a perfect situation. Like there's a give and take there, uh, but you know I, I think Ad is eventually going to figure it out. It's just gonna it's gonna take some time. And he came back uh, from an injury. You could tell again he wasn't himself. I thought was a lot of rust, but he fought through it. Uh, hit you know hit a big shot late on Porzingis. It was like a dribble through, step back, mid range, pull up jumper, beautiful shot that you know is in his bag. I guess. Oh, last thing on my notes. Sorry if, I'm, sorry if I'm jumping around here. There was a play tonight where AD got the inbound. I wish I got the film of it. He was going to give it to Russ, but I think Russ was, like, getting overplayed. And he just dribbled it up the floor. And then Russ came and set a step-up screen, which is basically just a screen when, when a guy's dribbling up. And AD was able to – the guard had to make a decision, and AD got to the mid midrange, uh, pulled up. The guard was leaning on him, and he got fouled, and he drew a foul. That was the only play tonight, I believe, where AD brought the ball up, you know, and to me, like, that, like, represents to me, uh, again, it's not AD's fault, it's not the team's fault, it's just stuff that I see that I feel like we can adjust, like, that stuff where AD is just too good, too talented to me to limit him into the role that we have him, which is into a straight-up, post-up guy or straight... He's a great screen and roll player, but just straight screen and roll. Like there's stuff I would like to see more where let AD bring the ball up. Let him come up. Let him in and out dribble a big who's who's backpelling. Like let him free him up to do some of that stuff. And he's never gonna be Giannis, right? He doesn't have the like the body or the you know the, the body of Giannis to where he just or defenders bump off him like that. But to me, his handle like should be right there. Again, the thing about AD grew up as a guard, right? Has all those guard skills, put them to use. There's no reason for AD to just be a back to the basket big. That plays right into his worst skills, right? Like it it's just not into what he does well. So, that's my last thing on AD. I think AD will um I think AD will eventually figure it out uh, as we go here. It's just we have to have some patience with him, I guess. Um I guess as as he tries to uh knock the rust off and I think he eventually will. We just have to we have to give him some time. Okay, I think the let me see the last thing I wanted to I guess talk about here. The team has won three games in a row, and it's not it hasn't at all been pretty. Um, this team is this team has given us a lot of up and downs, and it's been annoying. But I think I I'm starting to see some good process stuff here that we can build off of. I think the Austin Reeves stuff is real. I think him playing more minutes is going to happen and I think that helps this team and if we can get Trevor Riza back man and I'm not trying to sound like some you know just unrealistic optimist here because I I watch all I try to watch all these games I I try to look at it from a you know unbiased which is impossible to look at it from an unbiased opinion but try to look at things that we're doing well man and tonight like to me if you know Russ and Bron are going at the way they were and LeBron was great I even I don't think I even got to LeBron really tonight. I think LeBron's just been consistent. Most people who fall on their ankle like that don't, don't even walk for like, you know, a couple hours, let alone, go back and do, you know, dunk contest while the ball is dead. Uh, but LeBron was, LeBron was awesome tonight. I just think there's process stuff and I want to give it some time. The, the trade requests or, you know, the, the trade rumors, like I, those two, those are two, those to me are so far out of what this team is and, Another just good process note tonight to me is, like, Austin Reeves needs to play. Like, I love – you know, I think THG is great. I think his defense is a big part. But Reeves is not that far off defensively. He doesn't have the physical tools. uh, But his defense is right there. I think when Ariza gets back as well, I don't think – I don't think Avery Bradley uh, will be the starter. Like, there's good process stuff that I'm seeing. We got Russell LeBron to come through, I believe, in these last few games. If we can just get AD to add to that, We were up 33 to 23 in the first quarter and just let it all go. LeBron played the five in the second quarter. LeBron was not trying to rotate. And I've always said we can't play LeBron at the five if he's not, if he's not engaged defensively. And I thought tonight he wasn't for a lot of this game. I thought that run, they went on a 15-0 run that second quarter. We had LeBron with all bad defenders that, you know, to give him credit, like we had, I think Ellington, I think we had Carmelo as well out there. But like, we just can't play small if, All those guys aren't engaged, and I thought that brought it back. Again, we're not. This isn't like a super happy win, you know. The Mavs didn't have a superstar player tonight, an MVP candidate type guy. Luka Doncic was on the bench, but I'm still seeing good process stuff uh, from the team, and that's basically what I kind of want to keep it at with this. It's been so negative. (laughs) the 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 talk around the team has been so negative, and uh, I kind of wanted to uh, to lift the kind of spirit up, spirits up a little bit. I'm optimist in, in just my my general sense, but there's there's good process stuff here. So I think I've been going around a half an hour. I'm going to try. To, I'm I've been just rambling. Uh, it feels like I'm in front of like a class and talking. Let me. Uh, I'll bring some people up here. Um, if you want to come up, uh, request. I'll try to bring up people for the for the final half hour here. If you want to come up and discuss anything. Uh, Jonathan, what's up, man? hey what's up? Can you hear me? I can hear you. What's up, bro? Not much,
1: man. How you doing, brother?
0: Doing all right. That was an emotional game, <laughs>
1: <Roller coaster. laughs> right, you, bro? No, I'm cool, man. Uh, just want to touch bases on some of the points you made, man. Hey, uh, I, I see you learn how to uh pin the tweets <laughs> at the top too, man. I'm, hey, I'm cool trying. One. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think Wayne need more minutes, man. A play that stuck out to me, they had, like, a fast break two-on-one. He hustled back to, like, mm-hmm. swipe it out of bounds. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. That right there, that solidifies it. I don't know what Frank doing after that, man. You got to put him <laughs> out there. Um, And the thing, too, I want to – the AD thing, man, I'm at the point where I think he don't want to play the five. We, we just need to scrap that, get him at the four. And do what you were saying as far as like letting him bring it up, like play it to let him, you know, if he wants to play like he thinks he's Giannis or you know, a three guard or whatever. I seen a quote and I don't know if it was true, but it was about him saying he want to play the three more or something like that. I don't know if that was a true quote, but no, that wasn't.
0: I don't think that was. Well, <laughs> <cool>. I kind of <laughs> think
1: he feels that way, bro. Like we have to let him play like that rather than beating it to him in the post because I don't, you know, I don't know what that was going on with that. like. You know what I mean? I don't think he wants to play the five like that. I think it's so he's saving himself or whatever, so we just gotta let AD be AD at this point. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I mean, there's no think there. AD has been very clear about this. Yeah, AD has been very clear that he doesn't want to play the five until it matters, right? Until the playoffs or in uh, big games or whatever. But this team just can't survive that. Like, they need him at center, and they just don't need him at center. They need him engage fully as the defensive player of the year candidate he is and to his credit to me he's been that on defense a lot it just doesn't look pretty all the time because defense isn't pretty right when you're fighting or you know fighting for rebounds down low like that's not fun i'm sure ad is tired especially when you have guards that aren't don't do that instinctually like reeves is, is that's why reeves should play to me is he's a guy that instinctually goes down and fights for rebounds and stuff like that but our guards don't really do that so it, really leaves ad and and lebron and, and Russ to kind of shoulder a lot of that and you could tell it's getting him fatigued as well he looks tired earlier in games he looks like he's resting on offense a lot of times so you just you just see stuff like that and and man i've been preaching the wayne ellington stuff forever now uh, i've been preaching that he should start uh, i again this is not the situation i wanted him to start but this is uh this is kind of what i expected from it just especially late game right lebron had someone to pass to like lebron had a shooter to find um later exactly. and i thought and a shooter to work two man game with and a shooter to just you know it was it was nice man uh, it was it was cool to see see uh see him get minutes and see him come through as well
1: yeah i agree man uh Reeves stepped up big man i man Reeves, that was a, that's a steal man that, that's crazy that dude but uh yeah Wayne, he got to get more minutes man it's inevitable now <laughs> Fuck with the way everything is going. But yeah, I Fush. think AD is going to coast, man. And then uh, another point I was making to some people, too. Um, you brought up the reason them returning, right? Like, I was telling somebody, I was telling them, I'm like, I'm not counting on the reason to come save the season, him or none, you know, come save the season. But look at a couple things. we we fourth in the West right now, right? Fourth or mm-hmm. fifth? Like, come on now. Like, as bad as it's been, we're right there. Two, we don't need a reason to come back and do too much. You know what I mean? We just need them to come back. It's, it allows us – it's the lineups. You know what I mean? It allows us to do what mm-hmm. we need to do. So, yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. You know, it's, you, they were short-handed. No Luca, But we're we turning the corner kind of, I see. You know I me? Mean? Or that's the way I think. You know, three wins in a row. I don't think we won three in a row all year.
0: We had a, I think we had a four-game win streak earlier in the year. Yeah, okay. I think so. Um, man, but man. but yeah you're right we haven't been winning though it's uh, when you're a 500 team this is kind of what it what it looks like you just win loss win loss um but yeah good it could be a stepping stone up man
1: hopefully mm-hmm. i feel that man but i'm gonna get out of here raj man i appreciate you letting me come up and speak man you know i'm always here y'all keep doing <laughs> your thing you and jason man <laughs> love I appreciate it bro. man
0: I appreciate you Alright, let me see. Joe, are you there? Joe, can you hear me? All right, I don't think Joe's up. Let me see. Uh, Desmond, what's up bro? <laughs> hey man, how's it going? Oh uh,
2: so yeah, a couple things just to go off you know what you guys have been talking about. Um you know, I, you know, you know, you said we can't really, you know, look at how ugly our good wins are right now anymore. And I think, I think that's good. You know, we just gotta. It's good that we're beating the teams we're supposed to be beating, and I think that's the first step. You know, starting off from the beginning of the year, you know, losing to OKC and losing to the Kings, and you mm-hmm. know, doing all that stuff. You know, we should beat a, a a Dallas team with with you know without Luka. We should obviously, you know. Be close to being in the even with Luca. So, I mean, I'm happy for this win. I'm happy for the three game winning streak. I mean, at this point, I mean, just getting confidence um, with winning, getting confidence with closing lineups, getting confidence with Wayne Ellington, and you know, Austin Reeves' confidence right now. Is, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, out the roof right now. I mean, he's making, playing really good defense, making shots, um, making passes. That pass to Russ when he dribbled left in that one hand. Uh, left-handed pass. I mean, that's a LeBron pass that most rookies <laughs> wouldn't be making. Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, he's doing really good. And then uh, I guess my next comment on, uh, on Frank, I mean, it's going to be interesting what he does when THT comes back. I mean, that last game, when he rolled out THT, LeBron, Russ, AD, and um, mm-hmm. I forgot who the other person was, Avery Bradley. I mean, that's just yeah. setting up for failures. Because I mean, you're you can literally have every defender with the foot in the paint, and they're 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 okay with whatever happens. So I'm, I think I'm with you guys. I mean, Wayne's got to start, or has got to start. Somebody has to start to where we we feel some type of confidence going into our half court offense, uh, fast break offense, whatever. Where I think everybody feels good about that. But when we get to the half court, we can't just have those that that. That offense out there, and I'm gonna go. Let you guys talk about that.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, No, I agree with everything you're kind of saying. Reeves just fits right, and his passing is there. It's legit, and it's not like passing where you just give him the ball and have him run actions. But he knows what to do when a defense is closing out, right? And he did a lot of that late as well. He doesn't get you know he doesn't get stifled by you know late game pressure or anything. He just understands how to play, and it fits so seamless uh, with LeBron. and I said this, you know, a few pods ago. It's no coincidence to me that him and LeBron have instant chemistry. It was no coincidence that Caruso and LeBron have instant chemistry. LeBron connects with super high basketball IQ guys, and it's not saying that other guys don't have great basketball IQ, but it's just it's just different when you can see how those two kind of can play off each other. <laughs> it's funny LeBron had a play tonight where he tried to hit Austin in transition, so like it was a fast break, and uh, he threw Austin. A bounce pass where I think Austin, you know, didn't didn't expect it because it's LeBron James in a freight, in a freight train right coming down uh, with a one on one advantage and LeBron's like, why didn't you expect the pass? And you can see Austin like, well, you're right at the rim. I thought you would shoot it. So it's just funny to see their kind of uh, relationship grow and and with Vogel, man, Vogel's got a lot of crap for the season. Like I I get it, I understand it. The lineups haven't been great. The Avery Bradley starting is just is a just a representation of Vogel values, right? And Avery Bradley shoots enough jumpers that the efficiency isn't great, but he shoots enough threes where you can kind of sell it. THT, again, the defensive potential along with the offensive ceiling, uh, you kind of get it. But this team has a strict identity, I think, that it needs to kind of move to. And I think Vogel is starting to do that. Again, there's no easy answers here. I don't think any of these decisions are, you know, easy. I've always said that Um, it's going to be trial and error and maybe the trials take a little longer than we want, right? The errors have been – we've seen a lot of errors, and the trials have been the same. Uh, But it's starting to go up, in my opinion. Wins over OKC and the Magic, you know, that's not great. This Dallas team was playing better. They came in, I think, with a two-game win streak. Uh, They beat the Hornets, who are, you know, a pretty pretty good team. They beat them on the road by a lot. They're a solid team to me. Even without Luka, they just play a solid – they're not a good team, but they play solid basketball, so – it's good to get this win, and we can't be picky, uh, but uh, Desmond, I appreciate right. you uh, coming up, my guy.
2: Yeah, and shout out to the uh,
0: getting back to top 10 in defense. That, that's uh, big. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Joe, what's going on, man? Hey, there? yeah,
3: I'm here. Sorry about the uh, poor connection first time. Hey, um, one of the things I noticed towards the end of that, you know, the fourth quarter in, in overtime, I noticed where, and I don't know if Dallas's defense dictated it, but you saw where when they would inbound the ball, I thought Braun would just bring it up, but he would, you know, constantly give it you know, hand it off to Russ. Um, do you see that as him just trying to get Russ going or was it just Dallas's defense that uh dictated Braun doing that? Because I got nervous once Russ got the ball in his hand late in the uh you know, late in the quarter, but to his credit, you know he didn't jack up a three. He you know penetrated the inside and keep that pass out. But man, I'm I just I'm always watching LeBron and how he operates. I'm just wondering if he saw that as a game to kind of build some trust and confidence in Russ. What's your uh, what's your idea on that?
0: Yeah, I mean Dallas was definitely trapping LeBron on any kind of screen roll, and I, I think it's taxing for LeBron to be the guy who attacks every possession. You're right. He tried. He did try to give a, a couple possessions to Russ. Russ is a, you know, frustrating at time player, but I mean, I think when you kind of understand him, he's just trying to get to the rim and that's his, you know, main prerogative and then try to find players outside of that. And sometimes in crunch time, that looks ugly, right? He'll drive and it's like, there's no help that was created and it's a turnover, but I thought Russ was pretty solid tonight. Like just overall, him and LeBron are starting to kind of build more and more chemistry upon transition. You see it a lot. Those two coming off the fast break, like that's, That's what this team is supposed to do, man. I thought we played way too slow as well in the fourth quarter. Those plays you're talking about where LeBron and Russ kind of take turns, like we're playing too slow. This team needs to run, and we're so different uh, when we're running. But, yeah, some of that I'm not sure if LeBron's trying to just give the ball to Russ, but I think they try to share ball-handling duties. They're both shot-creator guys. But when it mattered, I thought LeBron took the reins. Like It was Ellington-LeBron two-man game when this game mattered, uh, when they needed baskets. It was him and Ellington, screen roll. Uh, and they played out of that, and I thought that's something, again, another just tick on good process stuff that we can use, uh, because I think this team begs for it, um, especially with, you know, AD at the struggling that he is, like, just having a guy that creates an advantage in that way, and then again, Austin Reeves with the uh, coming out party tonight, but his his game just overall fits that identity, but yeah, I, I, thought, uh, I thought Russ was good, though, tonight. I thought he I thought he created advantage. Um, I thought we missed a lot of open shots off his off his advantage, and him pushing in transition. I thought is what got us up, you know, ten points in that first quarter. So I thought he was I thought he was good tonight, but he had some late turnovers for sure. But they're working it out. Like I think the LeBron and Russ and AD stuff needs to needs time. Man, this is what LeBron's seventeenth game I think of the season. Um, AD's missed the last few, so the big three has probably played like fifteen or fourteen games together. So like this is gonna need time. But I thought we're we're seeing good process stuff in them, man.
3: Yeah. And, um, you know, last thing, I'm just sitting here watching the Clippers in the uh in the jazz. And, man, I'll tell you what, the Clippers small lineup is just carving up Utah and Utah looks like that full strength. So I just think we need to stick with what we're doing, man. But um, I, I, I'm starting to feel really good about the Lakers, man. We just got to get it together, man.
0: Yeah, they've lost the benefit out. Right. So it's just like it's like game to game type of stuff. But, yeah, you don't want to lose uh the bigger picture in that like I again they lost benefit of the doubt to say that they're moving upwards and stuff. But as just an optimist, I'm hoping they are. I see process stuff every game that kind of tells me that there's a good team in here. It's just gonna take a lot of trial and error to find it. Um but you know when you play Carmelo Anthony, I don't know how many minutes Carmelo Anthony played tonight. Um let's see if I can try to check that. Uh yeah, twenty four minutes for Carm- Carmelo Anthony. Like I'd probably like him in the in the fifteen minute range. Like but it just that's just stuff with, I hope, when our team is healthy, like we have some better defenders. And, again, Trevor Reza putting our prayers in that is probably unfair. Uh, but it's just kind of the stuff I'm seeing This that we can hopefully flip, again, when Kendrick Nunn gets back as well. Austin Reeves being added to the rotation now as a legit two-way guy. Like, that stuff I'm hoping uh, lends for better success in the future. But, uh, Joe, I appreciate you, man, coming up. Hey, thanks, Raj. Appreciate it. Uh, Penny, Penny, are you there? Penny, uh, Penny Hardaway. Yeah, can you hear me? I can hear you.
4: What's up, bro? Hey, uh, hey, Raj, how you doing? I just want you to know I listen to you and, uh, Jason a lot. I appreciate the pod. Um, listen to you guys. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Y'all are, like, real glass-half-empty type of guys when it comes to the Lakers. And I'm kind of the opposite, you know? I'm kind of just believing in them just because of LeBron more than anything. You know, I kind of want to hear your uh, opinion on just the end of game execution, like, uh, AD misses that three in the corner. And then like, um, the two miss air balls by Brian. Then we live and die by Russell hitting that shot. Then Kleba hits the three because of a defensive breakdown. I just kind of want to hear your opinion on those situations and more of like, when is it, when is like, we stop kind of depending on what's going to happen and more of like the reality of the team, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what to really expect. Because playoff times, you know, you talk about how bad spacing is and playoff comes and, like, it's a different game. The the um, refs swallow their whistles. The, the floor shrinks even more. Spacing can get worse. I don't know if I really believe in rest when it comes playoff times. We see how he plays during the playoffs. I just kind of get your opinion on all those things.
0: Yeah, man, those are all, like, million-dollar questions, you know. Like, that's all stuff that a season is supposed to work out. Um, and I thought, you know, late game tonight – lebron definitely took some like uh you know long threes or you know like back breaking threes where if it goes in like it changes the whole momentum but if it misses it's it's like a bad shot right it's like one of those no 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 yes type of shots took some of those but i thought we saw some late game stuff that we can go forward like i, I thought the two-man game between Ellington and lebron is something that we'll see it's stuff that lebron it's a staple right of lebron's you know lebron's career he loves those guard to guard to guard screens uh it gets him the worst defender it's mismatch hunting which is what playoff basketball is all about lakers run the playoffs 14 months ago it doesn't feel like or 15 months ago i'm losing track of time it doesn't feel like it but go watch those games and again this roster is different uh but the ideologies of the offense and the coach is the same right like a lot of those are similar um to where you kind of look uh we use we use ball screens with kcp now we're using ball screens for wayne ellington you're like that's all kind of stuff that i see late game and i trust lebron as well LeBron's not the reason that I, you know, I don't think I'm glass half empty, but, but LeBron's not the reason that I, I kind of feel that way. I think there's a lot of stuff that this team has to build to. I think there's a lot of stuff where our coach and our actual identity is kind of still kind of a pull and uh, a pull pulling away from each other at times. But I think they are going, they're getting closer and closer every game. Uh, like I thought tonight, again we went 80 at the five, and I think that's what where we're best. And I think our defense was enough to win tonight, honestly. I thought our offense was the issue. And, again, that's what you're talking about with the late-game offense. And that's stuff that has to get worked out. We have to find where – I think Russ is starting to find little places. Like you saw Russ finding out where to cut, right? And he's starting to become better as a cutter. He's starting to find places where to, where to find open lanes when LeBron's posted and they, you know, they zone up on LeBron and he finds ways to kind of cut in. And that stuff you'll see build. But those are definitely question marks. Like you know, Russ is not a shooter, and you have to put him in places where it works. I think A D has to become at least some kind of shooter for this team to get to the ceiling it needs to. Um and right now he's just can't hit a jump shot. But that's all stuff that I, I think are legitimate questions that that they'll work out. But I think LeBron, two man game with a guard that can shoot, like those are all stuff you can use. And I thought tonight that's something we saw that's that's good process. Hopefully going forward, uh going forward as we play more games here. All right, thank you. All right, just get to a let's see if I can get to a few more here. Caleb are you there yeah can you hear me I can hear you what's going on bro
2: um I just kind of wanted to ask about um how to better utilize AD specifically when it comes to him offensively like every time like we saw this starting with like the Bulls game and like other teams have done it afterwards like he's getting doubled on the catch so like I'm yeah. just wondering like what are better ways that we can like utilize him in the offense because like I, like, um, after the first quarter, they were like, yeah, we want to get 80 out of rhythm, which, like, seems to be, you know, a focal mm-hmm. point of a lot of these teams' defenses. So, like, what's a, what's a good way that we can get him involved?
0: Yeah, like, so the Lakers first play almost every game without fail. And, again, it was tonight, except they just didn't run any action. They just went to a straight AD post-up. And to me, like, those are kind of not wasted possessions, but, like, they just don't put AD in any kind of situation. So, again, the Mavs. It was, I think, LeBron throwing the post-entry, and it's like Russ and LeBron standing next to each other. So two guys can guard one, right? So you have like Reggie Bullock guarding both of them. AD gets doubled right away, kicks it out. Uh, I think the ball swung. I think Avery Bradley hit a three. Um, But again, they were closing out late because it's Avery Bradley. So like if Bradley hits a three, the defense kind of feels like they did what they could. Um, I I just think like AD is put in a lot of positions where we – play him as he is a center, but we play him as if his skill set is only a center. And some of this is also on AD to be more aggressive. And I think the player, you know, holds some kind of responsibility, but I, I, I think like high screen role is probably where he should use be use best. I'd like him though. And I said this earlier, I like, I'd like him to get more ball handling stuff. I think it's like, cause AD gets the rebound and he just right away looks for a guard to give the, uh, to give the pass to. And I feel like he's too skilled. Like if AD gets a rebound, like I want him to, like, I want to open stuff up, get him more like AD, you can push the basketball, like you can dribble, like, you know, you're not some you know, slow-footed big, you're not Steven Adams. Steven Adams takes three dribbles and the ball's gone, right? Some guard has stolen it. I feel like AD has more skills than that, and we don't use him in that way, but that's one way I think more screen roll. I think Russ AD, we do weird things where like, we'll have AD at the five with all shooters, but then we'll put like, I saw tonight, like Baysmore in the dunker spot, where dunker spot like right under the rim, which is confusing. We do weird stuff like that, but yeah I think just more screen and roll getting him more touches on the move, getting him facing up more against bigs like I think that works to his advantage giving him the ball with the with his back turned like that's just not playing into his hands. you could see when he gets doubled he's he reads the he reads the floor like a second slower, and that's fine i mean he's so great at other things that it's fine he's not a great you know passer out of double teams and stuff but uh it's just stuff that I would like to see more I'd like to see him catch more with with the ball facing the basket i'd like to see him get more touches as a guy who can bring the ball up with more ball handling duties and stuff like that but you know this is the offense kind of we run and it's not pretty but that's kind of what they're doing right now but i think there's just so much more to 80s game and again he's sleepwalking to like 20 and 12 so the numbers have still been amazing he's still dominating the pain all that stuff uh, i just think there's more to it but yeah that's kind of what i would do these are not easy stuff this is not like i'm sure vogel has his as his points about what he does. And I'm sure AD has a way that he likes to play as well. But I just think AD is more talented than we use him for. Thank you. I'm going to close this one out. Uh, I appreciate everyone coming out here on a Wednesday night. This was a big win. Uh, Not a big win, but a fun win at least. We got an Austin Reeves game winner. Austin Reeves coming out party. Uh, Hopefully we get a couple more fun ones. The Lakers play Minnesota uh, on Friday. I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back for that one. But again, thanks for everyone for coming in and tuning in uh, to this one. This will be up on Dash Radio tomorrow. This will be up on the podcast feeds uh, pretty soon. Hope everyone has a great night and uh, happy holidays uh, to everyone here.